Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone in between or irrespective of that binary, welcome back to LGBT and D, where the D stands for dice, and every voice you hear is a member of the LGBT community. You can call me Andy because that's my name. I use he, him pronouns, and I will be your GM for, I believe this is our third team up issue. Uh, well, I call it a team up issue. It's not necessarily one. Because our usual players, the Moonlighters, will not be making an appearance in this comic. I am instead joined by a couple of recurring voices throughout our comic series thus far, who I will let introduce themselves to you at this time. Uh, hello, my name is Alexia. Um, I go by she, her pronouns, as does my character, Solar Flare, or Helia Style. Um, yeah. Hi, my name is Weaver. You can call me Eve. I usually heard or they them pronouns. I am playing the other half of the duo known as the Sirens, Mari Serafina. She also uses she, her uh, pronouns. She is otherwise known as Quasar. And joining us today are Evan and Colleen from the podcast Rollout featuring the Young Vanguard. Evan, do you want to go first or should I take uh, this? Go ahead. All right. Hi, my name is Colleen. You may recognize my voice from the Rollout podcast. Uh, for this game, I will not be playing Paige. I will instead be playing Bogart. My pronouns are she and hers, and Bogart's pronouns are she and hers as well. And I'm Evan Saft. I'm the Friendly Neighborhood GM on the Rollout podcast. My pronouns are currently he, him. I will be playing Extremity, a.k.a. Kai, who uses they, them pronouns. And in case you're interested in hearing more from us... Um, just search for Rollout. We do a ongoing mask series that's super queer. So if you like this, you'll probably like it. I cannot recommend Rollout highly enough. The last issue I listened to had me crying in my car, but that'll be several weeks ago by the time this gets published. So <laughs> yay, editing. So this issue, as we come to a close with what I regrettably have been referring to in my mind as the escape from the whole, alternatively the explosion of the whole. There's really no good way to describe what happened when the prison is called the whole. We've all been there, it's fine. Gotta get PR on that, really. <laughs> Coming out of what we call Taco Bell Night, uh, you may be wondering, as the Moonlighters wrap up what they've done, where some of our other characters that have been introduced have been for this night. And, as is the case in any good superhero universe, the answer is simple. They've been a little bit busy dealing with their own things. The first panel of this issue, we see our foursome of non-moonlighters making their way through the uh, chaos that Halcyon City has become. There are supervillains escaped all across the city. They, as well as regular villains, have been reigning over what has been basically the purge, Halcyon City style. So the whole has 
been destroyed for this night. Supervillains are running rampant over Halcyon City, and each of our heroes have jobs to do trying to get them placed back to where they belong. So we cut in on Solar Flare, Quasar, Boggart, and Extremity working together to bring down some fairly minor villains. And as the four of you put a stop to these average guys in ski masks, a car starts speeding down the middle of the road straight at extremity. And what are you going to do? We're starting this one off with a bang. So we're on cleanup duty. Basically, yes. Baller. You're on cleanup duty after the hole exploded. Hmm, gross. Andy, no. LGBT and D, a very mature podcast. LGBT and D, where the D stands for duty. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye. Okay, so Extremity, you've got a mid-sized sedan careening in your direction. What do you want to do? Is it like a Ford Pinto? I don't know <laughs> what that looks like. Give me a second to look it up. Is 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 there a driver in it? I'm just wondering, like, does it look like someone is driving this with intent? Does it look like someone is passed out? <laughs> the self-driving it... cars have become evil! Yeah, is, is it a self-driving car that's been unleashed? We knew this would happen! There is no driver inside of this car. It isn't, it doesn't look like a self-driving car, but it is definitely a modern car. It's like within the last couple of years, uh... The kind of car that would have a computer in it. Okay. Um, well, assuming that no one else is doing anything, uh, Extremity is just going to look at it and goes, Oh, uh, that looks bad. And then a portal opens up underneath their feet and they just drop through. Okay. Where <laughs> is Extremity portaling off to? Um, the other side of the car. <laughs> actually, Very nice. Oh, actually... I'd like to port inside the car, even though Extremity does not know how cars work. Hell yeah! <laughs> I was car. gonna say, Extremity's in this thing. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this boat? <laughs> Extremity's from basically Waterworld, and yeah, just a put little themselves bit. inside of a car. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, but uh, it's got okay. a, it's got a wheel. I generally makes sense to me. Okay. Uh, steer ex- the car aft! Is Extremity trying to steer the car? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. If it's just going down the street at people. I don't think I know how the pedals work, but... <laughs> uh, luckily, or perhaps unluckily for you, the car does not seem to respond to your... Uh, jerking on the steering wheel, instead pulling a sharp U-turn and going directly at Bogger. Hey, what the heck? I'm not doing it! How how fast is the car going? It slowed down into the U-turn and is now picking up speed. It's uh, not particularly fast just yet, but by the time it reaches you, it's going to be uh, fast enough to do quite a bit of damage. Shit, all right. Uh, so where, where are we in, like, an alley? Uh, you are on, not necessarily Main Street, but 
a fairly uh, populated street in Halcyon City, sort of off on the west side towards the docks. Okay. Um, I think what I'm going to do is actually start rolling some dice. Um, dice rolling's fun. Dice rolling in my tabletop RPGs? Sounds uh, fake. Seems fake. I've heard of it once before. Yeah, so I am going to assess the situation um, beyond, I suppose, the obvious uh, situation here, which is that um, I'm going to get turned into a pancake pretty quickly. Uh, so that is a nine. So I get to ask a question. You do. So I get one question. So what here can I use to... Um, sort of defuse the car situation. Okay. Since Extremity has let you know that they are not in control of the car, the best way to put a stop to the car would be to take its wheels out. If you got one of the various pieces of, like, jagged metal that are lying around, like I said, this downtown area has sort of become... uh, What's that movie with, I want to say Kurt Russell? From New York? Yes. Hell yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Is that Kurt Russell in that movie? Yes. A Snake Plissken. Yes, I knew a fucking actor. Plus one for me. Uh, yeah. If you want to grab one of the pieces of metal from there and do something to stop the tires, that would be your easiest way to take them out. Hell yeah, free rebar. So um, I think that I would like to do some uh, parkour for you. So um, would you like me to roll? I'm not technically unleashing my powers. I'm just doing regular uh, gymnastics stuff. But I understand if you want me to sort of not leave this one up to just my narrative. Uh, I feel like that would almost be directly engaging a threat. I agree. Let's get dangerous. All right, so that is a seven on directly engaging a threat. So um, what I'm going to go ahead and describe the scene. So uh, Bogart sees the car barreling towards her, does some super cool parkour shit. She grabs a piece of rebar. She runs out of its path, bounces herself off of a wall. And as the the car is driving underneath her, she manages to sort of like twist herself in midair and chucks the rebar at the wheel like a, a harpoon almost. Is this acceptable? Yes, 100%. Okay. okay, so I would like to create an opportunity for my allies and puncture the wheel, and I think she yells something like, This one's for you, Snake Pliskin! Okay, so as you invoke the power of Kurt Russell to <laughs> stop this car, you are focused on stopping the wheels. Your uh, parkour skills don't come quite as easily as you may have been thinking. The car is going to strike you out of the air, and I'm going to need you to uh, mark a condition on that one. Okay. Um, are we keeping our conditions from last session? Uh, no, everybody go ahead and reset your conditions. Okay, so then I'm just going to go ahead and say that I'm angry because I got hit by a fucking car. Sorry. I feel like most people, they get hit by cars, they're angry. What the fuck? Can I try to, like, save her? Like, if she's up in the air, can I, like, swoop down and, like, just pick her up? I would say yes, but as Solar Flare and Quasar are flying their way through this sort of area of Halcyon, you find yourself surrounded by about a dozen or so drones, 
that each have guns mounted on their undersides. What are the two of you going to do? This is why humans can't be trusted with technology. I like to imagine the two of you in like that classic like back-to-back, surrounded by enemies type of panel. Why do people keep trying to shoot me here? That's actually a good question. Okay, um, I'm gonna try and use my eye lasers to blow up the drones. I'm gonna just glare at them until they blow up. Go ahead and uh, directly engage a threat for me then, please. Uh, that is a seven. Okay, then you get to choose one from the list. Resist or avoid their blows, I think. The concussive force of my eye beams kind of knocks them off target and makes them miss me. That definitely works for me. As you're blasting, you do manage to take a couple of these drones out. There are others that are encroaching upon Quasar, though. And what do you want to do, Quasar? Okay, so I have an idea. I am going to charge up my alien weaponry in my hands, and I'm going to try to unleash a sort of wave of energy by just, like, clapping my hands together super hard and just, like, blasting them with alien energy. Okay. I don't know if I can work the phrase alien energy in there anymore. So are you using your alien tech move, or do you want to just uh, directly engage? So I would say that's uh, uh, using my alien technology, but that I'll leave that up to you. Okay, so the technology is in your hands. Yes. Okay, so your actual move would still be directly engaging the drones then. Okay, so directly engage a threat. Let's see. I got a four. Okay, go ahead and uh, mark your potential for me. Yay. These drones are going to unleash their fire upon you, knocking you down out of the air and into the ground below you. Go ahead and mark a condition for me. Can I catch her before she lands, before she hits the ground? Sure. Go ahead and uh, roll to defender for me. Seven. Okay. Uh, when you defend someone or something from an immediate threat, roll plus savior. On a hit, you keep them safe and choose one. Add a team to the pool, take influence over her, or clear a condition. Uh, I guess I'll just add team to the pool. Okay. That will bring you up to two team in the pool. And on a seven to nine, you expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation. Um, I'll expose myself to danger because I'm sweeping down. Like, not really. It's just I'm just kind of going for trying to save my my girlfriend without really any regard for my own personal safety in the moment. Okay, you swoop in and you're able to stop her momentum, but her momentum is then transferred into you and you are the one to slam into the street instead. Ow. So if you would like to mark a condition for me. Do I still mark a condition? You do not. I I feel like I shouldn't be happy about that. I mean... Because I feel like our entire relationship is just us trying to like stop each other from getting hurt. It literally is. If you want to mark a condition, I'm not going to stop you from doing that. I'm okay. <laughs> so what are you marking, Solar Flare? Uh, I'm going to go angry because they just hurt my girlfriend. And in trying to save her, I got smashed into the ground. So I'm not too, not too thrilled about the whole situation, really. Fair enough. Uh, We cut back to 
extremity in the car that has now come to a rather sparky stop. The uh, screen in the center panel comes to a staticky image of a man in a silver metal mask, and he seems to look directly at you, extremity. Mm-hmm. He says... With the chaos caused throughout Halcyon Sea, it is finally time for I, the Technomancer, to take my rightful place atop this husk of a city. I'm coming soon. And then the screen is going to shut off. Technomancer, Technomancer, Technomancer. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to use a specific thing to the, uh, to the Harbinger which is that I'm going to push myself to remember the version of someone that exists in my future. Okay. So, uh, I mark a condition and roll plus memories. Um, my memories is currently at minus one, because I have a list of things that people are and don't have any of those. Um, I'm going to mark uh, guilty, because I was in this car, and it happened to hit Boggart, and I couldn't really do anything about that. <laughs> Fair She's enough. fine. She she got to her feet. She's yelling belligerently at the car, like, "You think you get to kill me? Nobody gets to kill me that easy." Um. So that is an eight on a hit. I connect who they are now to who they are in the future, and choose the role that they fulfill in the future. Um. And the GM will tell me about their future self. So. I have a list of roles here. We have monster, traitor, corrupter, martyr, architect, and leader. And I do like doing things that are a little odd. So I want to say that the Technomancer fills the architect role. Okay. So tell me a little bit about Extremity's uh, world that they came from. Sure. So, uh, Extremity's world is is ruined by various various things, um, but is is largely defined by the fact that most of the land is not livable. Um, the like autocrats of society live in these giant like futuristic high rise cities in uh, places like uh, Iceland and 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 areas that that would have been less affected by flooding and and uh, incredible climate change um and the rest of the you know rest of civilization lives on these floating communes that lack lots of things uh they're low on they they sustain themselves on whatever hydroponics and and like fishing that they can do um but tend to be pretty not great living the people out on these uh, floating civilizations, are they pretty low technology or are they... I I don't think it's that high tech. Like, I'm just thinking that, you know, these are mostly whatever boats that could be strapped together and built on. Like these sort of ramshackle, um, not, not shanty towns, but like, you know, you build with the supplies that you have and try and keep yourselves alive so everything goes towards survival if there's any technology it's 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 recycled and and jury rigged over and over and over again over the years uh just to you know make something that people can live on as you connect the dots and realize that he is the architect you know that 
the Technomancer is the name of a villain that does exist in this future world that you come from. Uh, you know that he controls technology, uh, usually discarded technology, but he can control anything with a computer system in it. Uh, he was a large driving force in the emergence of those cities you were talking about and the sort of high-rise living that dominated them. He's not necessarily like one of the main supervillains, but he is fairly famous for being a supervillain. And on top of that, you realize that he was controlling the car that you are currently inside of. Right. I think Extremely just flashes rage for a second and just punches out that screen in just knowing that this person is is basically the one of the founding members of of the this disparity in society that they're from are you sticking around in the car or are you climbing out of it after that yeah i'll i'll jump out and and go check on bogart <laughs> just like oh my god uh, i'm i'm so sorry are you okay uh i I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like the uh, the adrenaline is like still kind of, you know, pumping away. Are you all right? Did you just get hijacked by a car? I I mean, I, I was in a car. I was. I mean, I guess. Um, yeah, that was a little. That was a little weird. That was a little weird. Um, point B. Point being. Um, okay. You know how I told you I'm from the future. Uh. Yeah, still kind of trying to um, uh, compartmentalize that, but sure, shoot. Right. Well, so, um, turns out the person who was controlling that car is a real asshole from my future. Oh. Yeah. Um, we should stop him, and then maybe what I, where I'm from doesn't happen. As Extremity is explaining this, Bogart, you see over their shoulder a hulking, not a hulking, but a rather large mass of metal takes a tight corner, and there is a metallic pterodactyl making its way towards Bogart and Extremity, or more accurately, a tetrodactyl. Oh boy, okay. Yes, it is making its way in your all's direction and has evil intent in its tech eyes. Cool. Uh, Extremity, uh, super, super duper hate to cut you off. Uh, quick question. Do you have something called like Transformers in uh, your uh, your future? Like, do you know about those? Um, I've been told stories about the GoBots. Sweet. Not what I not what I'm talking about. I'll fill you in later. That thing is a Dinobot. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Bogart picks up another piece of rebar and like twirls it around her hand. She goes, "All right, so that thing gonna go out on a limb. Probably related to the guy who just hit me with that car." Seems like it. Uh, need a lift? Yo, you want to go save your future? Yeah, let's go. I think with that panel, we are going to cut back to our space lesbians as they are dealing with these drones. Quasar was the one left up in the air. So what are you going to do? Uh, I'm actually going to propose an idea. So uh, 
in each one of these pairings uh, that the sirens comprise, it's it's designed to be a balance. So I'm like really good with technology. So if you can distract them, or if you can like get me an opening, I can probably rig them so that it causes some kind of like a a, a feedback overload. Those were words. Yes, they were. That sounds that sounds accurate. I don't it's obvious that I don't really know a lot about computers. I'm making this Me up. Me neither. That's why it sounds accurate. Yeah, I'm it's it's like I feel like one of those like old people that's like I'm I'm hip and young and I'm like yeet to the fleek, cash money. <laughs> you you got to uh, reverse the polarity of the neutron flow and <laughs> these drones, the reason these drones don't know what they're doing is because they're always playing their Nintendos. <laughs> God, I told you it's a PlayStation. Oh, God. Whatever it is, put your Atari away. It's time for dinner. It's my Xbox. <laughs> okay, so what is going on with the uh, space lesbians? Um... Sorry, I'm just trying to absorb the uh, the comments. Um, I think Solar Flare would be kind of dazed, but she'd kind of hear most of what uh, Quasar is saying to her. Um, so I think in order to perform the distraction, she'd kind of uh, right herself from being smashed uh, into the ground and kind of uh, start flying upwards. And as she was flying upwards, she could start uh, spinning, which is a very good trick. And she'd kind of put both her hands out and shoot like... Uh, uh, her sun blast things from her hands to try and draw all the drones' attention to try and like make a really kind of flashy spectacle and shoot a few of them with her eye eye lasers as she's doing so to get all their attention focused on her. Oh, okay. I'd say that sounds like you're provoking someone. Feel free to argue a different move if you want to. Uh, no, I'm definitely trying to provoke them. I'm trying to get their attention. Okay, roll plus superior then. Sure. Oh. Nice. Ten. Okay. On a ten plus, they rise to the bait and do what you want. The drones, you see their uh, sort of cameras shifting over in your direction, those that are still available. Are you trying to lead them away, or what is it that you're doing? Uh, so she's kind of trying to create a, like, a really flashy uh, spectacle. Um, the idea being she wants to create a... Uh, just like a, a really big, a good opening uh, for Quasar to do the uh, thing with the computers that she uh, eloquently described earlier. The feedback loop thing. Okay. So then we will throw it over to Quasar as the drones are starting to encircle your girlfriend. I am going to fly up and uh, kind of take the what I assume is because there's always the obligatory back panel. And I'm going to pop that off and just kind of like science it. I'm going to technology it. Cut the red wire. Basically, I'm just going to. So, uh, okay, you guys are going to get to see the fact that I'm, I'm, my intelligence is very like narrow. Uh, I'm going to attempt to create a feedback loop that focuses and that utilizes the connection between this drone and the person controlling it and hopefully connect it to the other drones and to the other things being controlled by the same individual, basically creating a, a, 
a feedback that would cause his powers to fluctuate or shift or hopefully shut down. Okay, so that definitely to me sounds like your alien tech move this time. It is. That's the that's the hope. Okay. Wish me luck. I got a 12. Woo! Dang. Full hit. So on a hit, you create a device that can do something impossible once and then fizzle. When you roll a 10 plus, it can either work exceptionally well or you get an additional use out of it. I'm going to say it works exceptionally well. Hopefully I can get it so that it just shuts down, like it, it just knocks him unconscious and all of his machines shut down. That would be ideal, but I don't know if that's like realistic. It's a very short podcast this week. Everybody go home. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, is he the only person? Well, we'll find out. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. I've got plans. Don't <laughs> underestimate okay. the GM. I've always got contingencies for you people. Uh, so what exactly <laughs> is it? What does it look like as you're doing this? So... I imagine that it's I'm I'm ripping the back panel off with my powers and then basically just plugging wires in different areas and just kind of like taking certain parts out like oh this motherboard if I put it over here I'd connect it to this bit and then I like connect it and I wire it through here and flux capacitor energy motron it'll create a feedback loop that will then direct the the energy to the person controlling it and then i just imagine that you hear a very shrill dubstep dial-up modem okay so i think we get the uh traditional technology shorting out comic panel as we see like sparks starting to fly from these various drones they start losing control of themselves and like we see drones shooting each other out of the air as they are falling down towards the ground, though, they are catching fire, and... And Susan Collins is not having it. <laughs> they are falling towards civilians. What is Solar Flare going to do? Uh, how many pieces are there? There's uh, probably a good half dozen or so of these drones that are falling out of the sky. Um, would I be fast enough to catch them all? Uh, with the proper roll, you might be. Uh, sure. Okay, I'm going to try and use my super speeds to catch every single one before they can even touch a civilian. Okay, roll to defend those civilians then. Eleven. Okay, on a hit, you keep them safe and choose one, add a team to the pool, take influence over the civilians, or clear a condition. I'm going to clear a condition, uh, so I was angry, I think, after so easily saving those civilians after that flawless piece of teamwork between myself and quasar i think i'll be pretty happy with that so i'm no longer angry as we get the panel of solar flares relieved face over her shoulder we see the tachrodactyl making its way onto the street and we will cut back to what extremity and bogart are getting into uh so it's it's flying above us right yes okay so Extremity looks over at Bogger's like, okay, so, um, you want to ride that thing? Uh, hell yeah, I do. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So Extremity, like, sort of, sort of grabs Bogger, uh, like, uh, around the waist and is like, okay, just gotta think of you, like, like, you're another part of me, just like, okay, 
Okay. Okay, we're okay. hugging now. Okay, I didn't know that we were hug friends. We I, could be. It's, we no, could be hug friends. No, it's no, it's cool. It's, it's cool. Okay, it's really hard to think of. Okay, I'm gonna try and unleash my powers to to <laughs> basically get us to drop on top of this thing. All right. Oh, that's exactly the role I was gonna call for. Uh, whoop. Hey, ten. Woo. Okay. On a hit, you do it. So what's it look like as the two of you whoop on top of this tachrodactyl? Well, so so I think, again, it's just like, it's it's just that that conversation where uh, Extremis is really trying to concentrate on, on thinking of Bogart as an extension of themselves. And then that portal just opens up underneath them and they fall into it. Another portal opens up above the pterodactyl <laughs> and they just land on top of it. And extremely just look goes and is like, no, see, it, it, was, it was, you didn't need to be, a, it wasn't a hug thing. It was just like, a, we had to, it's hard to, and okay, if you wanted to like grab control of the thing now, you can do that. Bingo! As Extremity is explaining this, the pterodactyl that you are on top of takes a sudden nosedive. You get the feeling that it is starting to short circuit. It manages to stay in the air, but it does not seem entirely stable underneath of your feet. What do you want to do, Bogger? Oh, gosh. Okay, so is there a, a, a role that I could potentially do that would let me ride the pterodactyl? <laughs> is there a pterodactyl uh, role here? I don't think it would be mundane. No, piloting a mech pterodactyl is not exactly mundane. You can either sell me on a move, or I can try to quickly homebrew a move. Um, okay, so I have got a piece of rebar in my hands, and uh, how? So this thing is obviously rideable size. Would it be possible for me to sort of swing the rebar up around the thing's neck and sort of use it to like pull up, like handlebars almost? Yeah, why not? Let's go with that. Okay. Um. So would that be directly engage? Do you want me to roll for this? Yeah, sounds good to me. Okay. I don't know why I introduced a technological pterodactyl and didn't plan for somebody to ride it. Yeah, I mean, that that should have been obvious. Yeah. It really should have. All right, that is an eight. On a seven to nine, you get to pick one from the list. Okay, yeah. Can I take control? Normally, I would have said no, but with Quasar's role earlier to sort of wrest control away from the Technomancer, it is currently an uncontrolled pterodactyl, so go for it. All right, so um, how big is this thing? It is... Okay, have you seen Power Rangers? Hell yeah, I've seen Power Rangers. Okay, you know, like the pterodactyl zord? Yeah. Okay, imagine that, but instead of uh, pink, it's like janky and metallic. Okay, so I can I can kind of sit astride this thing then, yes, like comfortably. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up and shoot this thing up into the air. Okay, you're just going straight up with it. Yeah. So um, I want to sort of get a, if you'll pardon the turn of phrase, a bird's eye view of the city and sort of uh, take a look at what's going on and see where. Um, are we aware of our, our two teammates out there? Yes. The four of you were working together. You got sort of separated at the beginning of this issue. Okay. So then I would like to uh, sort of see if I can see where uh, Solar Flare and Quasar are at. Okay. Would you say you're trying to assess the situation there? 
I'm going to assess the fuck out of this situation. That's an 11, full hit. Okay, you get two from the list. What here can I use to blank? What here is the biggest threat? What here is in the greatest danger? Who here is most vulnerable to me? And how could we best end this quickly? Okay, so um, the one that I'm going to ask specifically for selfish purposes, because Boggart's power is fear manipulation, is um, who or what here is most vulnerable to me? Because um, this giant pterodactyl is fucking baller as shit, but probably not that vulnerable to fear manipulation. So that's my first question. Is there any specifically a bad guy here that's vulnerable to me? Okay, the only sort of non-technological enemy that you see in your general area, like we get a wide shot panel and off on one side we see this giant mass of basically dark energy that is uh, throwing back to our main series comic, but that's on the other side of Halcyon City. Oh, that's for the grown-ups. I'm not going to go there. The uh, closest humanoid enemy that you've got right now, you see coming in from the opposite direction of where the Tachrodactyl was flying, making its way towards Solar Flare and Quasar, is a man in a silver metal mask with a large billowy purple cape. He is atop of a large Tecranosaurus Rex. Oh, hell yes, he is. That is making its way towards the two of them with threatening intention. Um, sorry, can I just ask my second question? Yeah, go for it. Okay, and then how how could we best end this quickly? And does it have anything to do with me landing this dinosaur directly on that man's head? Well, I feel like based off of what Extremity told you, either you would know that that is the Technomancer, or they might shout it out. I'm not particularly sure. But uh, yeah, you know that if you take them out, this would, or at least this section, would be uh, handled pretty easily. All right. Uh, so uh, Bogart is piloting this giant um, mech pterodactyl, and she she looks behind her or looks over her shoulder at Extreme. She goes, "We really have to get you to watch." Th- to watch the G1 Transformers because I've got so many good jokes I could make right now and you're not going to get any of them. Well, ideally, if, you know, the world isn't destroyed, I'll have plenty of time for that. Okay, I just need you to earmark this mentally because when I do make these jokes, they're going to be really funny. But for right now, I'm going to try to land this dinosaur on that guy's head. Rad. Cool. How slow is this thing moving? Is Extremity, like... Hanging on to the back end of this pterodactyl, or what's their positioning sort of like for this conversation? I mean, uh, it's it's a it's a teen superhero comic. I gotta assume that they're they're hanging on to Boggart. Hell yeah! I can get behind that. Uh, as this plan is being set into motion, let's go back to the uh, space lesbians, Solar Flare and Quasar. I guess I can start calling you all the sirens. I'll get into that habit. What are the sirens doing as they hear this stomping of giant metallic T-Rex feet making its way in their direction? Do we just hear it or do we see it as well? Uh, You... Get the sort of uh, Godzilla Jurassic Park effect of a couple of vibrating panels. 
and then you see its head poking out from behind some of the uh, taller buildings in Halcyon City. Aww. Quasar, can I have it? I was about to say, before we get to the point where she's like, new pet, I was going to say, it's like when the when it first cuts over, we're just going to get like a full shot of Quasar just like full-on heart eyes fawning over the fact that uh, uh, Solar Flare just saved all those people from, like, destruction. Aw, okay. Yeah, very. And then there's going to be that moment of just, like, realization where it's just like, oh, yeah, that's right. There's there's some kind of creature that is vaguely an animal. She's going to want it. It is yeah. shaped like a pet. <laughs> it is exactly like pet-shaped. It's shaped like a friend. <laughs> Isn't everything? Not in this instance. No, Actually, before you all get into that, the four of you are sort of setting the Technomancer in your crosshairs. So I'd say you're entering battle against a dangerous foe as a team. Hell yeah. So we'll go ahead and add two team to the pool. Uh, do you all have a leader in this instance? Quasar. Oh, I was going to say Extremity, because they're the one from the future. But they could be lying. <laughs> I I mean, my thought is Bogart's the one riding it and, like, <laughs> driving a pterodactyl. But Yeah, but, like, it, and Bogart thinks that Solar Flare is the leader. Yeah, it sounds like maybe we don't have a great we idea. We don't have a leader. We don't have a good chain of command right now. I can I can take over if you guys want. Like I can be the leader. I'm not sure if that's the best idea, considering the fact that Quasar doesn't exactly have the highest like view of humans. Well, I think just based off of none of you knowing who the leader is, I don't think you necessarily have one. Does everyone have the same purpose in the fight? Stop that man. Basically, I'm looking at you, uh, Solar Flare. I want to get that man off my new pet. You know, I'll I'll consider that, because you're still trying to stop him. Hey, I have a question. Yes. Are we able to piece together that, like, this guy is controlling the, the I don't even know what to ca- call it, I'm just, like, the Tyrannosaurus mech? Tyrannosaurus Tyrannosaurus mech. Oh my- Tyrannosaurus mech is so much better than what I came up with. What did you come up with? Well, see, originally it was Tyrannosaurus Tex, but then I could just picture a T-Rex in a cowboy hat with little pistols. Yeah. Oh my god, I love it! And then I was like, Tyrannosaurus Rex, and that doesn't flow off the tongue. So let's go with Tyrannosaurus Mech. Yeah, that's real good. Yeah, every once in a while I have a good one. Cool. And uh, judging by the fact that he is riding atop its head into battle and uh, supervillain laughing... It's not necessarily hard to figure out. I mean, what we could also do is like extremity is just like, uh, one sec to Bogart, and then a portal pops Ooh. up and they pop their face into it, and their <laughs> face pops up beside <laughs> solar flare. <laughs> and it's like, hey, so um that guy's a big old asshole in the future, so we should beat him up. You're a big old face in this future. I'm a normal sized face. But you haven't got the body. It's you know, you know how I work. <laughs> you do. Well. Do we? Who are you? <laughs> we Bro. met him before. We did. You all were working together at the beginning of this issue. When did that happen? Like we, 
We just saved an entire boat with like this one in the um I don't remember that. The one that, that makes everyone scared. A boat. Um Extremity is gonna mark insecure. Yeah, that <laughs> make that works. <laughs> must have, oh, you mean when I abducted my Florb Narb? Yeah. Oh. What was the Florb Narb's name? What did we call it? Tentaculeus the Squelch. That's right. <laughs> okay. So Extremity does any... pops their head back out. My question is, would we be able to deduce from like what Evan has told us and from what we were able to piece together from the the um Tecromancer's abilities are that if we take him out, will this Tyrannosaurus mech still be a thing or will it be reduced to just basically a statue? There's no time to talk about this. We just have to punch him off the back of its head and I'm going to fly at him and try and punch him in the face as hard as I can. Uh, we still have to go through the rest of this uh, entering battle against a dangerous foe thing. Aww. Oh, I was mostly just curious about that because that was going to determine whether or not I was like in the same boat as uh, Solar Flare. You can reprogram it after, even if it does. So. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, this thing looks to be held together via the Tecromancer's powers. No. So if you wanted to piece it back together, that would be something that you would have to do. Okay. I can do that. And let go. Statue. Okay, so does any team member mistrust the rest of the team? I don't trust Extremity. Are you Do you even know Extremity? They claim they're from the future, but are they? <laughs> they claim that they're a person, but I haven't met them. So, <laughs> Extremity, if that is your it's name. Not, it's not. It's not, actually. My name is... They claim that they are. Do we... Have we actually, like, actually gotten that, that panel of, like, hey, I'm Evan. Hi, I'm Colleen. Or is it literally just like, yeah, that, those are those are the two we should save the ship with? I don't know. <laughs> like, I assume there's been some introduction if these, you know, if these characters have, uh, you know, have have started off this issue together. I don't know how much continuity you are you want to establish. I imagine that whenever Sir Flair's like on panel with uh, Extremity, she's just like looking at him with like really suspicious eyes. Them. Oh sorry, them, sorry. I mean, I imagine that the four of you would have become some sort of a makeshift team, but I will leave it up to the four of you if you don't think that would have been a thing that happened. I leave it up to the aliens because yeah. they seem to be the ones who who are 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 most against possibly against the idea. <laughs> Because Xerion would have been like, oh yeah, you guys, you we can help save the future. I mean, we know that, like, from our planet, we know that, like, the Earth is going through a whole thing where it's, like, it's gonna hit the apocalypse pretty soon. Like, that's why we're here. To be yeah. fair, we also know that here on Earth, so. <laughs> yeah, but, like, do we? Because, like, a lot of people are like, no, it's fine. So it's like, do we? Some of us do. Okay, so, Sirens, would you all have formed a team with Extremity and Bogger? Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. I would have been down for that. 
Hell yeah! Yay, friends. Then we know that they're telling the... Well, we can assume that they're telling the truth from being, like, about the whole, like, I'm from the future. So if I doesn't believe that, but... Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, sure. <laughs> so, is your team ill-prepared or off-balance? No. I mean, half of it is currently riding a giant dinosaur, so I feel like we're pretty we're pretty prepared in the zone. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think you can be any more on balance. Okay, then you all are starting off with four team in the pool uh, and a giant Tyrannosaurus mech coming your direction. Solar Flare and Quasar, what are the two of you going to do? I believe Solar Flare had inspiration for a thing. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to charge at the guy on the back of my new pet and try and punch him off. Okay, roll to directly engage a threat for me then. Six. Okay, does anybody want to use a team from the pool to bring that up to a seven? I'll use a pool. Use the pool! Use the pool. I'll it's English. Very, it is very muggy right now. <laughs> I will word English word, yes. Okay, so how is Quasar using a team from the pool to help Solar Flare out here? I will I will join her in charging this guy. Okay, so we've got a duo of sirens coming up on the Tegromancer. Uh, you get to pick one from the list, Solar Flare. I do want to quickly clarify, because I thought that this, this person was the Technomancer, are they the Techromancer? Because that's very different. Uh, it also sheds a disturbing new light on the first. <laughs> we got to get him off that dinosaur. <laughs> it was originally Technomancer. I think somebody said Techromancer. I think it was me. We slipped and fell into Borderlands. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's exactly where, because I was like Mechromancer. I was like, no, it's Tech. And for some yeah. reason, I just stayed with it. And it was just like, I just switched out that one letter. Okay, so yeah, it's Technomancer. Uh, they do not romance technology. Technomancer, God, yes. I am gonna fuck that Atari. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, didn't we all have that thought at one point? No. no. I was a Nintendo kid. <laughs> <laughs> they, at least I'm not alone, entirely alone, because like that's every episode. Okay, so Solar Flare, you've got one from the list. Resist or avoid their blows, take something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Yeah, I want to take something from them. I want to take the Tyrannosaurus mech. (laughs) Okay, so you're just flying straight up and just punching them off? Yep. Okay, I think you can take control of the mech away from him. You can't necessarily take it for yourself just yet, though. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so as you punch him off, he uh, sort of flings his hands out. The metal panels that make up the back of this thing's head catch him from falling off of the thing completely, because I'm not sure if I've necessarily given the right scale for this thing. It's like three, four stories tall. Ooh. Rad. It's pretty high up there. Uh, He manages to catch himself on this metallic platform. He sends metal panels flying directly at the two of you as well. Quasar, what do you want to do as that's happening? There's metal panels flying at you. If you don't do something, they are about to knock you off of this building-sized dinosaur mech. Uh, Can I use my ingrained alien technology that's like, my weapon, my ability weapon, and just slice through them Wolverine style. 
Uh, yeah, let's, that sounds like you're defending your girlfriend there. I can, yeah, I can look at that. Since the two of you are both about to be knocked off. I got a five. Okay. Uh, go ahead and mark potential for me. As I get, like, freaking just completely knocked off of this, this mech. Damn it. I, every time that I'm, like, trying to defend someone, I, it doesn't work. It's like, use your powers. Yeah, that works. Defend someone. No. As you are distracted by these panels flying at you, a second tech pterodactyl comes, like, flying in from the side of the panel. Oh, what the fuck? And smacks into you, and I need you to take a powerful blow for me. Ten. Of course, that one rolls well. On a ten plus, uh, choose one. Remove yourself from the situation. Lose control of yourself or your powers in a terrible way, or two options from the seven to nine list. Uh, I'm going to lose control of my powers. Okay. As this pterodactyl slams into you, you manage to, like, you slam your hands into it, sort of gambit style. It starts charging up, and the two of you, in conjunction with each other, slam into one of these buildings. There is a large explosion. And we are going to cut back over to Extremity and Boggart as the two of you are making your way towards the Tyrannosaurus mech. This building is exploding off to your left. What are you two going to do? So um, just to clarify, there is a second pterodactyl on the field now, correct? Uh, There was. It's now exploded. Okay, it is out of the picture. It go boom. Okay, no more. Echo big boom. Okay, we can- sorry, Extremity, we can't have matching pterodactyls. That's that's okay. Did I go boom with the pterodactyl? I said that. Uh, you did, yes. I mean, you're not, like, dead or anything, but uh, this pterodactyl exploded into the side of this building, which, if nobody does anything soon, is about to, uh, at least the top portion of it, come down into the street below it. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right, so I think I think maybe we could do something vis-a-vis uh, wingspan here. If we can land this thing, we might be able to get its wings out and and shield the street from the rest of the collapsing building. Um, well, so um, I have an idea. Uh, what time is it? Um, is this a rhetorical question? Do you no, want me to no. answer with like? No, I, I I literally need to know what time it is. Adventure time. Um, it's I think it's like a quarter after ten. Okay, all right. So I just need to remember to keep doing this every 15 minutes or so. And then um, Extremity, like, plunges their hands back into their pockets and, like, starts to concentrate really hard. Um, And then portals start opening up, like, along the side of this building. And there's just a mass of them, just over and over and over these portals appearing in the air and then and extremities hands uh coming out of them and as each new pair of hands emerge like they look more beat up and worn and like hurt um as extremity in from the future is projecting their arms backwards through time to hold up this building holy shit jesus i think that's defending someone yeah i think so yeah uh roll plus savior for me Sorry, I was a little caught off guard by how awesome that was. 
Yeah, like I said, extremities, portals work through time and space. It just gets a little hard. It just gets a little weird. Oh, that's a six! (gasps) Can I volunteer some team? Uh, You most certainly can. Can I interest you in a a cup of team? Absolutely. To bump that bad boy up to a seven. Okay, how are you helping them out in this situation? The Okay, so the only thing that I can think of, and we if anybody has any better ideas, I'd love to hear it, is if, like, can I stick my hands in those portals too to also hold up the building? I think that's rad as hell, given that we we, we, we just had Extremity, like, portal portal with you before. This hell yeah, so let's Future do- Boggart also using those portals. I think this makes us, like, best friends now. Can I just say, is anybody else imagining that scene from Ghost? <laughs> yes Bogger just like Patrick Swayzing was that Patrick Swayze? yeah yes yes two for two, two on actors Dude, we are having a Swayze night tonight uh yeah just Bogger as Patrick Swayze just teaching Extremity how to make this clay building <laughs> I've never actually seen Ghost I just know the picture of the scene that may not even be what's happening Anyways, continue descriptions, please. So yeah, that's that's what Bogart does. She she shoves her hands in those portals and is holding up the building too. It's fun. <laughs> it's, okay. <laughs> it's oh god, this is so awful because it's our it's like the two people who don't have super strength of any yeah. kind. It's just yep. sheer sheer mass of them doing this. It's fine. It's totally fine. I already got hit by a car today. Fine. Um. And I believe I have to either escalate the situation or expose uh, myself to danger, right? Yes. Um, I mean, it it like if I think if the the beat up hands is is not um, like obvious enough, I think this is very much like ex- like over temporally causing extremity a lot of harm. Yeah, I think just through sheer mass of repetition. And as you said, you do not have super strength. This effort is going to have to cause you to take a powerful blow on this one. Oh, great. Eat it. Eat it. No. Oh, that's bad. Oh, that's real bad. That's a full hit. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Choose one from the 10 plus list or (laughs) two from the seven to nine. All right. Um, so, okay. So I'm going to pick two from the seven and nine, uh, which is struggling past the pain and giving, uh, giving ground, uh, because, uh, extremity is just digging in for like every, every bit they can, they can pull out of themselves to, to, to keep this building from collapsing. Um, but what that means is that they, they are stuck here. Um, they are stuck here. They are stuck here with Boggart, also stuck here, um, just ripping themselves apart to, oh no. to prevent this building from falling. All right. I'm going to kick this dude's ass. <laughs> and what two conditions are they marking? Um, I have marked angry and hopeless. That um, tracks. Yeah. On the good news side, because you defended someone or something, you get to either add a team to the pool, take influence over someone you protect, or clear a condition. Um, 
I am going to clear insecure. All right. Uh, let's go back to Solar Flare on top of this Tyrannosaurus mech squaring off against the Technomancer. Uh, you see that panels of this mech are starting to like swirl up around the Technomancer uh, as if he's charging up some sort of attack. What are you going to do, Solar Flare? Could I just like fly straight at him and grab him and like knock him off the uh the tyrannosaurus mechs completely you can give it a shot if you want to directly engage a threat i would love to i want to kind of um kind of fly in the direction of quasar as well because i want to check on her and also i want to neutralize uh technomancer as quickly as possible okay depending on your role you may have to make a choice on which one's the priority there Okay, I think um, Quasar would be my priority. Which, uh, what kind of role would that? Oh, that's uh, directly engaging a threat, plus danger. Ooh, six. Okay, uh, is there anybody that can add a team to the pool? Or I think you all may be a little bit busy. Can I use it selfishly? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. You, If you have a way to use team selfishly, you can go for it. Um... Yeah, because I'm kind of concerned with Quasar. Did sorry, did, uh, Weaver. Did you have something that you could do? Or I was actually just about to ask that. I think that I'm kind of um, not not terribly present right this second. I don't I don't know if I'm allowed to like. If I can, then I will. But I think that's I mean you're not unconscious or anything. You're just like this mech just exploded on you. If you think that there's a way that Quasar would be able to, I'll let you pitch it at me. Did it just completely get demolished when it exploded, or is it just, like, chunks? Uh, there's still some chunks left, but most of them have been uh, picked out of the air by uh, Extremity through these portals. I'm going... Okay, what I can... What I think I can do grab a chunk of, like, the exploded mech or grab something, like a chunk of the building that's breaking off or something, charge it up with my powers and launch it at the Technomancer. Okay. And then as that is being yeeted in the Technomancer's direction, what is Solar Flare going to do? Um, I guess I'm going to go with uh, Impress, Prize, or Frighten the Opposition. Um, just because I'm trying to catch them off guard and separate them from like a major item under their control. Okay, you do surprise him. Between your attack and the exploding debris of the building, he does get knocked off of the Tyrannosaurus mech. He manages to sort of uh, magnetically surf his way over to a building, though. Uh, so he's not falling the full distance down to the street. And as you, I presume, are staying on the Tyrannosaurus mech, it starts thrashing about and is going to attempt to buck you off and continue its path of destruction. Let's get over to Boggart. What is she doing in this situation going on? Okay, um, so quick question. Extremity is still, like, they haven't lost their grip, right? They're still on uh, the uh, Tyrant, not Pterodon, wrong T dinosaur, Pteranodon. Yes. Okay. The big flying one. Yeah, big, big flappy. So uh, 
we're on Big Flappy, and um, I've still got my piece of rebar. And do we see the uh, the necromancer uh, sort of surf over to that building? Yeah, he's uh, pretty fairly out in the open. Okay, um, how how doable would it be for me to sort of navigate this um, this pteranodon through the building so I can um, wang him real hard on the head with this piece of rebar? Or, you know, just drive the, the mech into him. Yeah, it's something you could do with a decent directly engage a threat roll. All right, let's go directly engage a threat. So um, this this happens. Um, Bogart sees Extremity just get their hands absolutely chewed up by what they've just done to save all these people. And she sees uh, the necromancer jump onto the side of this building and she's like she is fucking heated now this dude fucked up her friends like future uh this dude's the reason her friend's hands are all like beat up he hit her with a car so um she is going to sort of dig her heels into the um the the pteranodon and sort of bank into the the city and she is going to get that piece of rebar out and she is going to yell dragon riders of Pern, motherfucker and i'm gonna Love directly it. engage a threat that's a full hit okay you get to pick two from the list as you are banking between drones and technological pterodactyls, buildings coming down all around you, and just general chaos of Halcyon City. What do you want to do? Okay, um, is Extremity uh, is Extremity in front of me or behind? I think behind. Okay, behind. So uh, she's got one hand uh, grabbing onto Extremity's sleeve so they don't fall off, and she's got the other hand with the, the rebar. So I am going to um, create an opportunity for my allies, and I am going to scare the absolute shit out of the opposition. <laughs> that is definitely fair. Uh, what sort of opportunity are you creating here? Um, I would like him to be absolutely so... like just absolutely freaked out by this goth woman on the back of a giant pteranodon with their friend behind them, um, beating the shit out of them with a piece of metal and yelling, you hit me with a car, um, that they um, completely lose track of our two teammates. Fucking domed. Yeah, (laughs) just absolutely dome this dude with this piece of rebar. What about your powers? I like this better. Uh, this is like, this is the most literal version of fear manipulation. <laughs> I don't need to use my powers. I was going to say, you could probably like uh, uh, beef it up. In this instance, though, the Technomancer's <laughs> biggest fear is a goth teenage girl with a piece of rebar on top of a metal pterodactyl. It's it's surprising how many people's fears become a goth girl with a piece of rebar when they're being beat upside the head with one. Yeah. Or by one. (laughs) Okay, so I think you do just, like, completely brain him with this rebar in the head, knocking him backwards. Uh, Are you still on top of the uh, tachrodactyl? Yes. Okay. So I think since you didn't choose to resist or avoid their blows, the drones are going to converge on the tachrodactyl and shoot it out of the air. You and Extremity are going to fall to the uh, roof of this building pretty hard. I need you to take a powerful blow for me, Bogger. 
Uh, okay. The tachrodactyl is not completely destroyed, but if you want to salvage it, it's going to need some repairs. Okay. Oh, yikes. That's a full hit on taking a powerful blow, and also a full hit on my shitty, frail body. <laughs> okay, so you got one from the 10 plus list, or two from the 7 to 9. Oh, gosh, you know, I haven't used my powers yet. Yeah, um, I think I think I'm gonna go for the the full Monty here and lose control of my powers in a terrible way. Okay, you or we get a panel of like I don't know how it would visually be represented, but like fear itself is spreading out from Bogart. I like to envision it as like a, a black like black smoke, like almost like storm clouds, and you see like purple lightning like flashing in them. Fantastic. That's almost exactly what I was thinking. Uh, this spreads out. It affects uh, Extremity. It affects the Technomancer. It infects a large number of people inside of this building that you're on top of. Extremity, you see your future world that you come from uh, just completely overrun by corruption and pollution and destruction uh i'm gonna need you to take a powerful blow for me oh lovely the technomancer just sees a mysterio style just image after image of bogart smacking him in the face with rebar as he gets hit from one side he turns to the other side time loop just gets smacked by another version of bogart turns back the other direction, smacked by another version of Bogart. And you see him quaking in fear. I'm gonna stick a, a magnet on your desktop computer, nerd! Uh, what is your powerful blow extremity? Oh, well, that's another full hit. Oh, uh, God! Okay. It's not great. It's you, not great. You guys know what the consequences yeah. are for that yeah. by now. Sorry, I'm just trying to think which I which I want to take. Oh no, you're fine. Um, you should lose control of your powers and cause a powerful <laughs> blow on, on <laughs> Roller Flare and Quasar, and then we can lose control of our powers and cause a powerful hit on Bogart and just keep the train going. <laughs> we did it. We saved the city, and everything is on fire behind us. Um. No, so what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to pick seven, uh, 7 to 9 again, um, and I'm going to mark my two conditions that I don't have failed, because now I have all five failed, which is, which is amazing. And um, so, so Quasar is still in the building, right? Yes, a separate building from the one you're on. Right, right. But, but basically, like, Quasar was in, in, a, in a cloud of smoke uh, in a building that... Uh, extremity kept from falling but hasn't emerged yet uh so uh, i'm gonna actually combine sort of combine two things here um and extremity just freaking out and i think besides seeing their future like they're also seeing water rush over them from boggart's powers oh no yeah um and uh just that that same sort of multiple like uh temporal multiplication happens but it's with their mouth um and uh they just shout quasar stop stop laying around in the freaking building and use your freaking laser gloves 
and so I'm lashing out verbally to provoke a team uh, Nate into foolhardy action, but oh, okay. I'm also going to spend a team uh, to use my power. Uh, you haven't learned you can do that yet. When you tell a teammate about a new never before never before performed trick that they've never considered, spend a team from the pool to allow them to unleash their powers, directly engage a threat, or defend someone using my superior, which is Hell two, yeah! As if it was their label. Okay. Any costs or complications from their move affect you as well. So please don't have to take another pl- powerful blow. Uh, go ahead and roll to provoke her into doing that for me then. That's an eight. Okay. So on a seven to nine, you can choose one. If they do it, add a team to the pool. If they don't do it, they mark a condition. If they do it, add a team to the pool. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so our team will come up to three. And Quasar, explain to me what you're doing. Well, I was just told that I have laser gloves, laser hands. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to... I'm just going to like, I hear that and I'm just like, okay, first of all, like calm down. Second of all, that's not a bad idea. And I'm going <laughs> to to do it. And I'm going to aim it directly at what's his face? The um, Technomancer. I, in my head, I'm just Techromancer, Techromancer, Techromancer. <laughs> and I'm like, no. It's okay. He's been the Technomancer. He's been the Techromancer. I think Colin called him the Mechnomancer a couple of times. Yeah. He's a man of many names. The Necrotrancer. The hash-bringing. <laughs> the trash-slinging. Crash-dinging. <laughs> okay. So uh, go ahead and directly engage a threat with Extremities. Was it superior? Yes. So that's plus two. I got an eight. Woo! Woo! Okay. Take something from them, create an opportunity, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. And I will say, after being uh, mentally assaulted by a goth teen with rebar, uh, the Technomancer is not looking to be in the best of conditions. Ooh, what kind of a person do I want to be? Okay, yeah, you know what, I'm going to go for it. Uh, I'm going to be the asshole. I'm going to... uh impress surprise or frighten the opposition i'm gonna frighten him i'm gonna make him terrified of the entire group hell yeah that is my goal by the end of this nice okay he gets blasted by these laser hands we see him sort of fall and also pushed down to the ground on top of this building are you flying up there to join the rest of them, or are you sort of sharpshooting him? Oh, no, I'm charging him. Like, okay. I'm flying straight at him and just, like, laser. Like, I imagine that it's kind of like something between laser blasts and laser balls. Yeah, okay. I know. Like, everything about this entire episode is just innuendos, and I... I, I love it. Like... I'm mentally 15. I mean, our last one did end with put those fish balls That's in your mouth. True. So <laughs> I did not need the ASMR sound effects there. Who uh, did that? Okay. So we see as he just gets completely obliterated by these laser gloves, he lays down, well, doesn't lay down, but is lying on the ground looking up at the three of you that are on top of this building with him. And he says, 
Alright, fine, just put me back in the hole. I, I give up. In the meantime, though, Solar Flare is on top of a rampaging Tyrannosaurus mech that the Technomancer is not currently controlling, and it starts to fall to pieces. What do you want to do? Um, I think at the moment I'd be more concerned with how Quasar's doing. Um, so I'd want to fly over to her and say, like, are you okay? What happened? What was the laser things going on? Uh, that's a good question. Apparently, this is a thing that I can do. <laughs> As that Bitchin'. conversation is happening <laughs> in the background, we just see, like, chunks of metal falling out from the sky. Friendly reminder, there are civilians down in the street below. Uh, okay, can I do something about it? Sure, what do you want to do? Can I use my move, the alien tech move, and use the technology present in the Tyrannosaurus mech in order to turn some part of it into some kind of like an electromagnet so that instead of falling in chunks, it kind of just holds together in a vague Tyrannosaurus form. And then we can just like support it. Pet it. You can take a shot at it. I'm going to take a shot at it. Wish me luck. I got a six. Okay. I have a way I could maybe help with that. If you if any of you have a way, I will let you pitch it to me. Um, so it's an electromagnet, and while Solar Flare's not entirely familiar with magnets or anything, she's a bit of a moron. I think she'd like want to kind of like fly around and kind of move the pieces towards the central mass to kind of ensure that um any pieces that might be a bit outside of the mag uh, magnet's radius would be kind of like moved back into it so the magnet can still kind of pull it all uh, together. Okay, so I'm gonna say that definitely works, but rather than being able to keep it in the sort of Tyrannosaurus mech shape, it is more just like a ball of sheet metal by that point, but you have kept it from falling and potentially injuring the civilians down below in the street. Yeah. Which leaves Technomancer on top of the building with Bogart and Extremity. How do the two of you want to finish this issue off? I think Extremity should should do the honors. Curb stomp him. Yeah, well, so I think Extremity, like, just for... I think for the first time ever in panel, just actually socks a person, with, <laughs> like, normally. Just wham! Arm still connected. Walk up. Punch! Can you shout two for flinching beforehand? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think, I think they, they're, they're just like, and stay out of my future! I definitely like that. We see as Technomancer just completely gets socked out of consciousness. Is there any final panel do you all want to sort of group up and have a witty one-liner to end this on? Or do we want to leave that as our last panel? So if nobody wants to add anything, I do. Go ahead. I'm going to fly up to Extremity and Bogart, and I'm going to be like, wow, just kind of feeding into this, like, uh, uh, we don't know who you are kind of joke, because now it's an inside joke for me. 
I'm just going to fly up and I'm going to be like, wow, I've never seen you this upset before or at all. I think, I think uh, Solar Flare would shout at Quasar, stop talking to strangers. <laughs> I, I got hit by a car today. Yeah, but you got to ride a pterodactyl. How terrible are humans? <laughs> yeah, you guys really just need boats. I should buy a boat. <laughs> <laughs> I think we get a last panel of the four of you on top of the building. Everybody sort of dunking on extremity. The four of you just having almost a casual teenage conversation on a rooftop. As you look out over the chaos that is Halcyon City, with uh, several of the buildings still on fire, a couple of them in the process of being knocked down. But for now, the four of you have saved the day from the Technomancer. Woo! Yay. Yay. So, with that, yeah, let's do end of session moves, because... I guess these are recurring characters now, so we'll give them the full money treatment. Oh, dang. Quasar, did you grow closer to the team, into your own image of yourself, or away from the team? Closer to the team. Who made you feel welcome, and why? Well, other than the obvious answer, uh, Extremity. Because they did the whole, like, hey, laser hands. And I was like... Fuck yeah. That tracks. I imagine that was the like exact that was the exact back and forth. So give influence to extremity and clear a condition or mark potential. Oh shit. I don't think I actually have a condition. I don't, so I get potential. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Solar flare. I guess uh yeah, probably maybe grind into her own image a bit. Just in terms of the fact that she like thinks she did a good job kind of saving uh, all those people. I think okay. shift one label up and another down. It sounds like maybe your savior is going up. Yeah, savior's gonna go up. I think uh maybe mundane down. What the uh space alien isn't feeling very mundane? <laughs> Shockingly. Alright. Extremity, did you grow closer to the team into your own image of yourself or away from the team? Extremity definitely grew closer to the team despite them being mean sometimes. Uh, but I think I think especially that moment where Boggart in 15 minutes from now will have helped Extremity with... <laughs> You're right. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's definitely a huge sacrifice on Boggart's part, and it means a lot to Extremity, so... My delicate gymnast hands. Yeah, uh, so Boggart gets influence. Uh, and I think Boggart already has influence. I so. do have influence. So you just shift, shift them label. I get to I get to do a shifterino. So I am going to I'm gonna bump extremity savior up. All right. And I am going to bump their mundane down. Okay. And I guess if uh we're considering these to now be persistent characters, I should probably get rid of one of these five conditions. Maybe. Yeah. So um we're gonna get rid of guilty. They- they did good. They did good. Even they did if they good. were in the car. You did good, kid. <laughs> All right. And I believe that just leaves Boggart. Uh, Boggart grew closer to the team. Um, especially that bitchin' fucking teamwork that she did with Extremity. Um, that that was just some, some A-plus teamwork. She got to ride around on a giant pterodactyl. 
and that's a good day, even if you did get hit by a car. So, um, Extremity, you get influence over Boggart, if you didn't already have it. I did. Yep, there we go. <laughs> uh, so, I think to match that, I'm also going to bump your savior up. Oh. Um, and we're going to bump your freak down. Okay. And then I am going to mark potential. All righty. That will bring us to a close on this issue. I want to thank Evan and Colleen for joining us once again for this team-up issue. Always a pleasure. Yep. As stated at the beginning, if you liked what you heard, I definitely highly suggest checking out their podcast rollout. Uh, is there anything else the two of you want to plug coming up? Um, if you, uh, I guess if you like, uh, hearing me and you like possibly want to see games that I made, you can check them out at software.itch.io, um, or follow me on Twitter at names equipped. And yeah, um, I periodically put up art of masks games that I'm in right now. The obvious culprit there is, um, mask, the rollout podcast, but I will probably dabble in uh, more art for the crossovers that I'm doing just because how can you not draw somebody riding around in a giant pterodactyl? So um, <laughs> if you would like to see any of that, my Twitter handle is at it's ham hocks. I for one would love to see art of Bogart riding a giant pterodactyl. It's going to happen. It has to. <laughs> it has to be swinging rebar. Yeah. With that, we will bring this issue to a close. Uh, if you liked what you heard, follow us on Twitter at LGBTDpod. Uh, if you really liked it, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash LGBTD. I want to give a thank you to our two patrons so far, at SuperCaitlin1 and at Mike is Stranded. Until next week, stay safe, everybody. Did, did anybody else ever grow up with those dial-up modems? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine that it's just that. A very shrill dubstep dial-up modem. The best part about this is that our editor is a computer nerd and is probably just going to be shaking <laughs> his head through this whole He's just like, what are you doing? No.